I mean, I would personally, I would probably reward you with probably 12 bonus points. I think that's how bold that is. Sure. If that happens, sure. I don't even know you what might. I'll do. I'll go buy a Cardinals jersey. You can, win, you can win the draft if that happens. to episode 68 of Clubhouse Convos. I'm joined by my good friends Daniel and Evan. Dan, how you doing? I'm pretty good. Um, got to work from home today, as you can kind of tell with me still wearing my polo. Um, have to work from home the rest of the week because the sisters got COVID. Uh, I'm feeling fine. So, pretty interesting. That's, all, yeah. that's how I'll say I am. And Evan is away, right? You're, you're somewhere, I can tell. Yes, uh, I'm in York, Maine right now. Um, heading up to uh, Wells tonight to see our good friend Colin. Going to spend the night, play some cards, and drink some beers. So looking forward to that later today. Uh, missing him on the pod, though, but uh, he'll be back soon. Yeah, it seems like I have the worst plans of us all. I'm going to the Red Sox tonight <laughs> to Ooh. Ooh. watch our game. Nines for that, but you know, with COVID, I can't go. Yeah, we got some, but it, it looks like there's going to be thunderstorms tonight, so I'm hoping it they hold. Although it might be a good thing if they get canceled at this point. Um, not a lot on the agenda today. I know we're going to talk power rankings for baseball, and then we're going to do a trade deadline uh, preview, but we're going to do it draft style because I saw it on another podcast and I thought it was really cool. So I'm going to get to that later. Or start with power rankings, which I think Dan has, right? I do. Um, I don't have Collins, obviously, because he... Uh, He's also away. He has no service up in Maine, so... <laughs> but yeah, the, good news about the, the good news about the house that I'm in, it at least has Wi-Fi. He doesn't even have Wi-Fi. That house terrible for connection. Sucks. Uh, shall we get into these power rankings? Oh, sure. All righty. So this is, I think, the first week in a while that at least majority of us don't have the same number one. Um, you can even look at the averages. There's not even one that's below two. So uh, to get into it, number one is the Los Angeles Dodgers. At two is the Houston Tech or Texans Astros. Uh, <laughs> at three is the New York Yankees. Four, New York Mets. Five, Atlanta Braves. Six, San Diego Padres. Seven, Minnesota Twins. Eight, Toronto Blue Jays. Nine, Milwaukee Brewers. Ten, Seattle Mariners. Eleven, Tampa Bay Rays. And twelve, the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, <laughs> I, I think this is pretty interesting because, again, wow. we all have a different number one. But even our top five, it, it's very different, I'd say. Um, Newman, you want to go first? I mean, I'll just go to bat for the, uh, the Houston Astros. So I've moved up to number one. I mean, they come out on the break, they spank the Yankees in the doubleheader. Um, 
they seem to own the Yankees all year. They sweep my Mariners. I know my Mariners aren't very good, um, but they were on a win streak, so I, I give the Astros credit for just absolutely destroying them. And they've just been nothing but good the past like two months. I've been like avoiding making the switch to number one for a while because I know the Yankees are such a good team, but I feel like the Astros, they've been doing – I mean, Brantley had, didn't even play last series, and they still hit the crap out of the ball. I mean, Pena's been a revelation for them at shortstop. I mean, their roster stack, Verlander – is having a, a renaissance season up in the Cy Young conversation. So I, I, for me, they're deserving of the number one spot. I mean, I can see the argument for any of these, the teams that we've chosen, that you guys chose for, for one. I can see the argument, as well as the Mets, too. I think they're a great team. But right now, I just think the Astros are the best team in baseball. Um, No, it's a completely fair point. And like Connor said, I mean, I, I think you can make a case for any one of these teams. And, and I said last episode, too, I think – you have this distinct top five, and then really after that top five, I personally think there's a pretty substantial drop-off. I think these top five teams are probably going to be our top five teams for most of the rest of the season. Um, I'm still on this Yankees train. Um, again, Newman brought up the point. They lost both games to Houston in the doubleheader. Um, I think personally for me, I just really still like this lineup. I mean, Aaron Judge, for what he's doing, I mean – I mean, he's just been the best player on the planet. And um, they just are hitting the ball very well. Um, you can make the case, again, like I said, for, for a, a team like Houston. But um, normally one of the critiques I get is that I'm pretty um, flip-floppy with these power rankings. And for me, until the Yankees really fall off, um, to me they're just the best team. And I think we have to almost take into consideration this trade deadline too. I mean – out of these top five teams, I think probably the Yankees and the Dodgers are the two most likely to make a big move. Um, so until I kind of see that they don't make a move in the next week, I think uh, until then, the Yankees are going to be number one for me. Now I got them all the way at five. Frauds. <laughs> Frauds. I can see the downfall coming. A lot of voodoo shit that I'm expecting to happen, but – I don't know. Yankees, just whenever I watch or when I've kind of seen them lately, it, I'm not as impressed as I was early in the season. And I think the other teams are kind of surging at the right time. Um, I know it's not close to the playoffs, but still, I mean, second half of the season, this is kind of when, when you want to kick it in the gear. And I just think the other teams at this current moment are better than the Yankees. That's fair. I assume they'll make a move at the deadline. I know their pitching needs some help. Michael King is out for the season. He's been a huge part of their success uh, with the bullpen. Um, see if they can get a buyer for Gallo. Well, that's going to be very hard to do, but I still think they're a really <laughs> good team. I mean, they, they've owned the Red Sox um, as have they owned everyone else. So I like our top five. Not I think. Like the Red Sox, yeah, it's not hard to own the Red Sox. Um, but I like our top five. Evan, I agree. I don't think there's going to be much change here. Um, and we all, we agree on the rest of the teams as far as who makes the power rankings. So that's nice. I think Philly's close to cracking it. Evan, you got to hop off the Mariners train, man. They're not very good. Um, <laughs> Julio, hurt his, Julio hurt his wrist, and they immediately get swept. So I think you uh, can see how valuable he is to the team. But, that is true. I think he's he's the easy rookie of the year uh, right now. I, I'd still take him over Pena probably 10 out of 10 times. Um I don't know. For me, I'll, I'll give Seattle one more series to see what they do. 
Um, you know, Toronto, obviously a team on the rise. Um, I, I still got to keep out some hope for these Cardinals, but I think it'll be interesting to see these power rankings after the trade deadline, kind of see which teams in our top 12 make some big splashes to improve their rosters. And I think that's going to be key. Um, and I think, you know, considering we have the same top 12, I think all these teams would be smart um, to go out and, and buy and improve their roster. Agree with that. So we have for power rankings, anyone else? I mean, yeah. it's tough when um, we have the all-star break trying to make a power ranking off of that. I mean, there's just not much, especially when we do on a weekly basis. So. Yeah, that's true. Not a lot of it. Okay, so we can move ahead. Um, so trade deadline's fast approaching. I believe it's August 2nd, so a week from when we are currently recording this, I believe. Um, and so rather than just go through a bunch of names uh, like we did in the past, it's really, which is really fucking boring, uh, we're going to do a draft <laughs> because the drafts are fun. and We love to have fun here. So the way where this is going to work, we're going to do five <laughs> rounds, five rounds, snake draft. Um, myself will pick first, then Dan, then Evan, and then we'll snake it back. Uh, whereas we assign point values to different things. So you get five points if the player you draft gets traded uh, at the deadline. You get an additional five points if you correctly name the team they get traded to. Uh, we've assigned a plus three for an all-star. If they're an all-star this year and you stay, they're going to get traded just to give a little more spice to those things. And then Dan, I, I know, has some really bold ones. So we decided at our own discretion we could assign some some bonus value for boldness to, to spice things up. Um, so just for the record, who determines if it's a bold if it's a bold move? I think It'll be other, majority votes. Yeah, I, I think feel. majority can say, "Oh, we'll okay. add a we'll add like a plus two or a plus four. If there's okay. some crazy blowback to the trade, I feel like it's deemed bold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we get like a whoa, yeah, you know. Um, I feel like most okay. likely to make a move like that, but yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right, let's kick it off. Um, no surprise, because I've been talking about it in the chat for a while. I'm going to stick with Luis Castillo to the Dodgers, because um, <laughs> he is an all-star, so that gives me a boost. And I, he was one of the two I submitted for our, our latest post. I think they need him. I mean, you're going to get Dustin May back eventually, but in what capacity, no one really knows. Um, so probably relegated to the bullpen. I just think they need another guy. He needs to spin sidelined as well. So on top of, you know, Kirsch, Bueller. Urias and, and Gonsolin, he can slide in at that fifth spot. And, I mean, the Dodgers just, they have money for days. He has a year of control left, so whether they want to keep him around next year, uh, which they can, I think they'll do. So that makes sense. I know the Yankees are another suitor for him, but I think the Dodgers are more aggressive to give up their, their pieces. Um, I could see it. I mean, they are the Dodgers after all. I remember being in the same house last year. I was... Uh, sitting on the toilet upstairs and I found out that the Dodgers acquired Trey Turner and Max Scherzer from the Nationals. And I was like, wow. I mean, that was such a Dodger move. And then I think that prompted the discussion of these large market teams having an advantage over these smaller market teams. I could totally see it. Connor, you bring up a good point with Dustin May. What's he going to be when he comes back? Um, You know, Tyler Anderson's been nice, but Connor, you were familiar with him last year with Seattle. I mean, is he going to keep this up down the stretch and in the playoffs? You don't know. Um, so I think it would be a move that you know would make the Dodgers a lot better. Um, personally, for me, 
I actually had Luis Castillo, and I know I, this isn't part of the draft, but a sleeper team for me is the Giants. Um, I think they're a team that's going to be desperate right now. Um, they're banged up a lot offensively, and really their rotation, you know, you look at it right now. I mean, Carlos Rodon and Logan Webb, who have both been pretty good. Um, but you have Jacob Junis, Alex Wood, who are question marks. And I think for me, they have the prospects to do it. And um, I think there's some pressure. I mean, their GM was the was formerly of the Dodgers. Uh, I forget his name, but he's a guy who's shown that he will spend money. Um, and I just think Castillo, you know, it would be a good ad for San Francisco, uh, just trying to make the playoffs as a wild card. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, not a very bold pick, so I don't think we're going to assign any any value to it. <laughs> Dan, I will definitely not say it's bold because that was the first guy on my board, and I had him going to the Dodgers as well. So, well, you're on the clock mm-hmm. now. So, yep. So I'm going to go with a trade I had in the last post. It's going to be Frankie Montas to the Cardinals. Um, I, he's going to get traded. I, I think it's maybe one of the better fits. Um, I mean, Oakland, they're just going to be selling everybody left and right. Um, and again, I think if you just look at the Cardinals need some pitching help, I, I think it's a really good fit. And plus if you're Oakland, I know it's not really that high on your priorities list when it comes to trading, but it's, another, it's going from the AL to the NL. So you don't have to deal with them, but, um, I, I just think it would be a good fit. I agree. I like that fit a lot. Um, I know the fire sale is going to continue in Oakland for sure. I know they're shopping Sean Murphy as of yesterday too. So I'm sure he's going to get moved. I know he had that little injury blip, but it seems to be nothing serious. He pitched the other day. So yeah, he's definitely on the move. I know the Yankees probably are in him. The Yankees are probably in on fucking everyone, but starting pitching him and Castillo have to be, you know, the, the top dogs there. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I like it as well. Um, just so everybody listening knows, I am a Cardinals fan now. I've jumped ship. Uh, I said later to the Red Sox until they pay the superstars or until John Henry sells the team. I can't support that team, so I'm hopping on uh, my Cardinals, who I've been on all year. Uh, so that would obviously be a great move. And Montas, I mean, you look back a month or two ago, I mean, Montas was kind of right there with Castillo. He got injured, probably put Castillo as that kind of main starting pitcher, uh, to watch to be moved, but obviously Montas has been unbelievable this year and would certainly help out a contender. So I like that, Dan. Thanks. Um, so I assume that means I'm next. Um, so this was a move that I actually had when we were talking about potential moves. Um, I'm going to go over Ramon Laureano, you know, talking this Oakland fire sale. I'm going to send him to Milwaukee. Um, the Brewers are a team person that I think needs a little bit more help offensively. Uh, you look at their lineup right now, Christian Yelich in left, Adamas, Telez, McCutcheon, Wong, Renfro, Urias, Narvaez. And then their center fielder right now is Jonathan Davis. So I think that would be a clear-cut upgrade for the Brewers, bringing in a guy who's got speed, got some power, um, who's been a pretty good player since he got back from suspension. So um, I have Luriano to Milwaukee as my first move. Yeah, I can I can get behind that. I have quite a few players on my list going to Milwaukee. I think they they desperately need a bat um, if they're going to be competing there with the Cardinals. So, yeah, he makes a lot of sense. I actually didn't have him on my list. I didn't even think of him, but I I do think it's a good fit with their need there in the outfield. So, I like it. I don't really have any thoughts on it. I'll be honest. 
I kind of forgot he <laughs> totally existed because he got he was suspended for so long. Yeah, uh, he was right, suspended got... for a while. Yeah, no, I was yeah. just gonna say he was suspended for a while. Came back, was had a slow start for when he came back, but then I think he's really picking it up right now. Um, um, so am I up again? I just yeah, we'll do snake. Yeah, yeah you can go again. Yeah. All right. So my next move. Oh, uh, this is tough because I got some on my board right now that I'm like thinking about how to strategically play this well. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with. Ian Happ, who was an all-star this year, um, I'm going to send him to Atlanta um, to kind of play second base, I think, for them. Um, right now, Robinson Cano and Orlando RC are kind of their one-two. Uh, he's a guy who can play outfield. He can also play infield. Um, obviously, they added some outfielders last year at last year's trade deadline, Jorge Soler and Adam Duvall, who wound up really lifting them in the playoffs. So I think they're a team to watch, certainly to make a move. And I think Ian Happ would be a good fit uh, to play infield. Uh, again, second base right now with Ozzie Albies injured. And then when he comes back, maybe you can use him still, um, you know, it, it kind of in a platoon with Eddie Rosario and Michael Harris. Just kind of depends on the matchups, especially in the postseason, whether or not there's going to be a lefty on the mound or not. Um, but I, th- I really think Ian Happ, someone who will probably get traded, Cubs are on a fire sale, and I think Atlanta always looking to improve their roster. I think I'm willing to award you two bonus points if he ends up playing second base for any fucking team. <laughs> I don't know if you guys agree, but I feel like I feel like he's more useful in the outfield. So if he does play second base, like you predict, I'll give you two bonus points. Okay, thank you. I think that's fair. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, anything else on the Ian Hap thing before I go? Um, no, a lot of outfielders. Yeah. Um, so my next pick is actually going to be an outfielder, and it's another one I predicted. Uh, it's going to be Andrew Benatendi going to the Phillies. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I've, been, I've been saying for a while now, this is another trade I really like the fit. Um, just, I, I know Harper's eventually going to come back, but just for them to get another bat in that uh, outfield, um, I, I think it's very needed. Phillies, obviously, kind of right on the fringe. Um, maybe they're in a wild card spot, but still just to compete in the NL, you're going to have to get another bat. They're going to have to get better, even defensively. So I think getting somebody like Andrew Benatendi from the Royals, who absolutely stink, I mean, it, I think it's just a very good fit. I think he'd be a very good fit in a lot of places. One would be Boston, but, you know, that ship sailed. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, him to go into Philly, I think it's something I'd like. God damn it. I mean, you are a fan now. I am a Phillies fan now, uh, kind of like Evan is now the Cardinals fan. So rumor is Dander Bogarts. <laughs> Phillies. We'll see what happens. I don't believe it, but that'd be funny. Uh, you stroke my pick. Well, I, this that was going to be my bold pick of, of the draft. I was going to have him getting the backs and going to play with Toronto. Um, but now I can't use it. That would be so bold. Wait, what? I know. That would have been great. Now I can't have Dude, him. Dude, there's no way. You have to be like Vax for a certain amount of time to just even play. I know, but I... I you never know. Wow. I think it honestly makes a lot of sense for it to be a National League team. I mean, we talk about his vaccination status, and I think that's the hesitancy for a team like the Yankees, 
just because, I mean, you play a postseason series against Toronto. Let's say it's the ALCS. I mean, you can't be without a guy like Andrew Benintendi who you went out and got at the trade deadline for three, four games. You just like, that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. So I think I like the fit in the National League with Philadelphia, who definitely needs another outfielder. I agree. Also, real quick, while we're on the Phillies, can we just touch on, like, Nick Castellanos, too? I don't know what's wrong with this guy, but I think this, this is also a reason for why they should bring in another outfielder. Uh, really having a tough season, striking out a lot. I think um, in his last few weeks, uh, his strikeout-to-walk ratio is 20-to-1, um, and he's hitting, I believe, around 150 or less. So this is a guy who I think is making a case for why the Phillies should definitely go out and get another piece or two. And I think Ben Benintendi comes in, uh, you know, filling that outfield with Kyle Schwarber and Castellanos if he can pick it up. But um, I think that that's the reason why there's more pressure on Dave Dombrowski to go do something else. That's true, especially with Harper kind of not playing the outfield either. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have two picks. Um, I have a lot of names. Let's go with another all-star. Let's go Wilson Contreras. And I have him going to the Cleveland Guardians. Ooh. Who I think are still in it. I know they're only two games back of Seattle. Uh, quickly closing that gap. And I think they could use someone behind the plate. Um, I feel like he's guaranteed to be moved. I think the Cubs are kind of kind of sell off a lot of their top players. Um, you know, he made the all-star game. He's been playing fantastic. He's been our our NL catcher both times we've done the all time team. So <laughs> true. I th- I think um, he'd be a great fit in Cleveland if they're trying to buy. If they buy, that's another discussion too. Yeah, I mean personally, I think that they should buy. Um, I think they're a team who's got some talent, um, and I think you know. He, Obviously, Newman, you brought up that Contreras will probably get moved, and I did see that they were interested. I also t- I also saw Tampa Bay as well, who I think also needs to bat. So we'll kind of see who gets this guy. Um, but, again, if I'm a Tampa Bay, if I'm a Cleveland, I'm definitely buying in an American league where you never know. If someone knocks out Houston or New York early, you never really know. And, and I think, you know, they're managed by Terry Francona, who's obviously his track record speaks for itself. Um, they should go for it, definitely. Yeah. All right. Third round. Um, let's go with the Yankees getting Jose Quintana from the Pirates. Um, he's been pretty solid this year, a left-handed arm, which would pair well with Nestor and um, Monty over there. Can never have enough left-handed guys. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he'll get moved. Uh, I mean, he's with the Pirates, so of course he will. And if he's with the Pirates, so you know he's going to turn into an absolute stud as soon as he leaves. Um, so I like him. I like his, sure. I like his odds to get moved. Uh, and I think the Yankees, if they miss out on Castillo or Montas, I think he's perfectly serviceable to bring in uh, like they've done with pitchers in the past. I like that. He's definitely having a good year. He's a guy who's been around a while. White Sox, Cubs. He's been getting it done. Yeah. I got yeah. no opinion on that. <laughs> you want my bold you want my bold trade right now? Whoa. Yeah, let's give it to us. Alright. We're going really bold here. We're going oh, with Xander shit. Bogarts. Going to the Angels. Whoa. 
wow. I couldn't really tell you why. I just think I, I was listening to somebody talk. The Angels, yes, they kind of stink. But if you can make a move and get a Xander Bogarts, and I don't even know if they have a need at shortstop, but still, if you can get somebody like Xander Bogarts, maybe you catch some fire and you you never know. It's the AL wildcard race. You could catch some ground. You could even make a wildcard game. You just never know. So, and honestly, Boston, I think you should sell. So my prediction, I mean, this team looks like a clown show. Kind of looks like JV Timberland baseball out there. So oh, might as well sell. Bogarts, obviously, he doesn't want to be in Boston, it seems, or at least they don't want him in Boston, uh, then being Hein Bloom and John Henry. So if he's not going to sign, get rid of him for something. And I think the Angels are a team that maybe would take somebody like Bogarts to add a spark to this team or their team. I mean, I would uh, personally, I would probably reward you with probably twelve bonus points. I think that's how bold that is. Sure. If that happens, sure. I don't even know you what might. I'll do. I'll, I'll go buy a Cardinals shirt. You can, win, you can win the draft if that happens. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think they're they have a chance at the playoffs this year. But honestly, I feel like they they were a good enough team that we thought of in the preseason. Like we had enough team people who thought they'd make the playoffs. I think they could retool with Xander and maybe make a run at it next year. I know they've been like kind of shopping Otani, not shopping Otani. So they might just go full fire sale. But I think if, if Xander's on the table, they may, you know, take a shot, retool. Maybe that convinced them to stay trout, all those guys. So I can see it a lot. I can't see it cause it's bold, but like I could, <laughs> I could potentially see it. I mean, I probably could have seen it if they didn't pay Rendon last year. Then I think we we have a different conversation. I just think they have too much invested in him. Uh, Do I think the fit would be good? Yeah, I definitely do. I just think with the Angels right now, their problem is more so with the pitching outside of Otani. I mean, you don't even know if they're going to bring back Syndergaard. So I I like the fit. They need a shortstop, but... um, it would certainly take a pretty decent package, and I'm not sure what they even have to offer. Their farm system is doggy. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll see. Listen, I like I said, I'll give you 12 bonus points, Sam. You win the draft. I'll buy a Cardinals jersey, and we'll be done. <laughs> Got to be done. Um, all right. Up, I'm up now for my third-round pick, and I'm going to go Scott Barlow, who I think is probably one of the better relievers available. Uh, he's thrown 45 and two-thirds innings. He's got four wins, 16 saves, 44 strikeouts, a 1.97 ERA, and a 0.99 whip with the Kansas City Royals as their closer. Um, Connor brought up earlier Michael King being done. And so I'm going to say the Yankees, this would, in my opinion, be kind of their headline deal that they make. I think they'll go out and get Scott Barlow uh, and bring him to New York and um, have him be the setup guy for Clay Holmes. And maybe if Clay Holmes keeps kind of struggling a little bit, maybe uh, he can be their closer. So um, that's a move that I could see. And I think he'll be traded to either the Yankees or Dodgers. And uh, a guy who's kind of flying under the radar would cost a lot, but I think he'd be worth it. Interesting, because I, I don't have him on my list, but I have his uh, his buddy, Josh Stalmont, on my list. So I... Uh... I, I think you're on the right track there. I think they are going to move a bullpen arm, one of those guys. Um, and I also have a number of relievers going to the Yankees. So I, I get behind this. I like this a lot. Um, if they were to shop them, I think the Yankees desperately need another bullpen arm. Now it's King out. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, in my opinion, when I was kind of looking at their depth chart and their injuries, I think that's their biggest need right now. I just think they need another reliever. Yeah. I think, you know, you look at the starting pitching, it's been pretty good all year. It's given them a chance to win. I mean, Jamison Tyone's got 10 wins, which is among the AL leaders. Um, so I think that would be a good move. And then coming back around, um, let's see, lots to pick from here. I can, I guess I could give you my kind of bolder move. Um, similar with Dan, I have a red, the Red Sox trading a player. Um, and I actually have them trading Nate Avaldi. I'm going to say to the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, he's not going to cost the Phillies a whole lot to get. He's an impending free agent. But I think at this point, I mean, given how he's played this year for the Red Sox, given how he's given up so many home runs, I think it's just time for the Red Sox and Nate Evaldi to have a divorce. Uh, you look at the Phillies starting pitching, and I just think they're missing a number three. I mean, Zach Wheeler's been great. Aaron Nola's been great. But then you go Ranger Suarez, Zach Eflin, who's injured right now, Kyle Gibson, who infamously gave up four consecutive home runs to Cardinal hitters this year. They need another pitcher, and I think Dave Dombrowski is familiar with Nate Evaldi, obviously. I mean, when Dave was here, we remember how Evaldi played in 2018. I think it would be a perfect fit for Evaldi to go to Philadelphia. It's just, again, Dan brought it up earlier. It's just a question of if the Red Sox are going to sell or not. And we all tend to agree that they should. This team's not going anywhere this year. Get something for Evaldi. He's going to be a free, free agent. He's not coming back. I mean, yeah, so I, it's tough, right? I mean, there's 48-48. They're sitting at 500, three games back of the wild card. So I don't know. It's, it's a tough call. I feel like they could just as easily get hot and make a run at it. You know, if Seattle or Tampa cools off, um, Dan's shaking his head. Cause after, They're not going to get hot. I mean, after the week they've had, yeah, because they've been playing with the minor league team. <laughs> like, no, there's no shot they get hot. This team's cooked. They had their month where they played bad teams. Now they got to play in division. They still haven't won a series against an AL East opponent. They're 0-11-1. The tie was to the Yankees. They haven't even beat a series against Baltimore, which they've surged in their own right. But still, it's Baltimore near the Boston Red Sox. Come on. And we just had the first sweep in Fenway Park, a series sweep, since like, what was it, eight years ago? This team is shot. The, The... there's no way that they make the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. That sucks. This team sucks. I'm off the train. I'm long off the train. <laughs> I'm halfway on my flight to St. Louis. See y'all later. <laughs> um, am I up next now? Yeah. After that little rant. Yeah. Um, all right. My next pick is going to be Brian Reynolds. Going to the Yankees. Ooh. Um, I just think I, I would much rather have Brian Reynolds than Aaron Hicks in this lineup. Um, obviously, Gallo is a given to just not no longer be in this lineup. So I think if you could have Reynolds, Judge, and Stanton, um, even if you have Hicks and you want Stanton to be the DH, just to have those guys out there, I, I think it makes the Yankees really good. Um I could see the Yankees absolutely being one of the teams to go out and get a guy like this. So, yeah, I love it. Um, 
the Yankees seem to put Gallo out there every night, uh, even though we all know it doesn't work. Uh, I know they put Carpenter out there for a couple of games. He played like fine, and he, they refused to call up Anduhar and put him out there. Uh, so I think getting a clearly better player than Gallo in Brian Reynolds should swing that tide. So I, I think that's a great pick. Uh, I know the Pirates have been, you know, teasing that they might trade him. I think they should just trade him at this point. Um, and I think the Yankees are probably the top fit at this point. Um, I think if they trade him, the Yankees make the most sense. I agree. Um, you know, Newman brought up a good point. Joey Gallo, I mean, they're still playing this guy. I mean, he's a great defender, but when his offense is the way it is, it's certainly not ideal. Um, if I'm Pittsburgh, though, I don't think I trade him. I don't think I trade him. I just think he's 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 really the glue that all that's left for them. And I think their their track record of trading is horrible. Keep this guy and maybe try to build a little bit around him. I mean, it's tough. I don't know what they can build around him, but I think if you trade him, you're just down to scraps and crumbs. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they they even might move Bednar. Like that's how bad they're screwing themselves. <laughs> I like it though. All right, so I get to finish my picks. Shit. All right, I'll start with a selfish one. Um, I have Brandon Brandon Drury coming to the Mariners uh, because Adam Frazier is not cutting it at second base. Uh, Drury is a top 40 player in fantasy this year. He's been a fucking revelation for my team, um, having a career year with the Reds. And he can play any position, uh, infield or outfield. So just, I think having that guy uh, would be huge uh, with Handiger still injured and Kyle was sucks. And so I think we could put him at second base, uh, use Frazier in a more utility role. I think it gives a lot more options. So I love Brennan Jury. Uh, I mean, really good player. I mean, out of nowhere, minor league signing coming into this year, and he's been everything for the Reds. I think he's probably been their best hitter. All year long. Oh, yeah. All right. And I'll finish off the draft with oof, a lot of picks here. I'm not going to send Lou Trevino to Boston. That's too mean. <laughs> we we awful. don't need him. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go. I'll do a reunion in New York. I'll send David Robertson back to New York. Um, like Evan said, I think they need a reliever. And, and Robertson seems to be on his way out of Chicago uh, after having a really good year uh, for not pitching for the past two years. Uh, he's been a fantastic closer for the Cubs. Uh, and I think the Yankees could do something like that in the eighth inning, whether that be Barlow or Daniel Bard or any one of these guys. Uh, but I'll go with Robertson to New York. I mean, what a throwback that is. I mean, I remember him wearing those pinstripes. Pretty, I mean, it feels like it wasn't that long ago. So I think it would be a good fit, Connor. I mean, they're familiar with him there, and Cashman probably likes him. So I can totally see that happening. Dan? I'm deciding if I go bold again or if I do something I think will happen. Because it's actually the same team for the two players I'm deciding between. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one I want to do. Do I go bold? Well, regardless, you should just tell us both and pick one. Yeah, I know. Draft. I'm trying to think which one goes on the record for points. <laughs> you know what? Got to be bold. Go home. 
We'll go with the San Francisco Giants getting J.D. Martinez. The sell is real. I don't even know if it's actually a good fit in real life, but San Francisco Giants, you got to compete with the Dodgers, the Padres, get another bat like J.D. I know the power's not there, but the average is there. Maybe it's a good fit. I don't know. But Red Sox, keep selling. Embrace the sell. My other player was Josh Bell, which probably makes a lot more sense. But <laughs> Yeah. No, I like it. Um, I have Josh Bell on my list. I'm going to Milwaukee. Uh, but San Fran's also a team that I know would need a bat. Uh, so JD also makes sense. I guess we're going to embrace the suck um, in Boston. I mean, I think the Giants should buy. They're only two games out of the wild card right now. Um, and I know they're a team that can get hot at any time. Their pitching's been great. Um, I think the hitting's been kind of lacking for them. That's why they're out of the playoffs right now. So I like that as a destination for either of those hitters or any hitter in general. Um, I think they should be making a move like that. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I talked about scraps and crumbs earlier. When you look at the Giants lineup right now, I mean, that's what you've got. Uh, It's piss poor, and they clearly need an upgrade, and I think J.D. Martinez wouldn't really cost them a lot. He's an impending free agent. Um, You know, we talk about this Red Sox, you know, fire sale and given some of these players that could hit free agency could happen regardless. So I think the Sox, if they, if this is kind of the route they're intending on going with Haim and Henry, that um, you should just get something for a guy like J.D. Martinez. All right, Adam, finish it off. Um, My last trade... Mm, between a few. I'll go with Cole Calhoun to the San Diego Padres. Um, he had a hot month of, I believe, June where he was extremely hot. I went up and picked him up. He's fallen off lately, though. I mean, he's hitting 156 in, in the last couple of weeks, but he'd give them another lefty bat. They're a team that doesn't have the most elite farm system, and even the players that they have left, they might want to trade for Soto maybe in the offseason, depending on kind of what Washington's feeling. So getting a guy like Calhoun wouldn't cost them a whole lot, but it would give them, like I said, another lefty bat and um, just another uh, outfielder, which you can't really have enough of, and I think he'd be a good fit there. I'm wondering if the Rangers buy at the deadline. I don't know. You know what's funny? I was. You think they will? Aren't they like eight hundred, five hundred? But I feel like it could be a multi, like a multi, like a guy with control um, for next year. Because I mean, they they just spent Ooh. all that money in the offseason. You think they're building to something? I honestly consider them to buy. I thought about mm. it. Like when I was going through the depth charts, I kept just looking at it um, and just who I thought could be traded. And the Rangers in my head just kept popping up as somebody that could be a potential buyer. So that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think they'll. I mean, their offense can start score eleven a game. Yeah, ten a game if if they get hot. I mean, you see in the, the month Corey Seager's having. Yeah, and I think they're coming around on Perez. I know they were probably going to trade him. I know they might they might keep him, extend him. So I think they'll be pretty good in the future. It's good. All right. Um, I'll just. Real quick before we wrap, just just for fun, I'm just going to rattle off the rest of the guys that I had. Uh, I don't have money for where I thought they'd go. I had uh, Trey Mancini to the Mets. 
Uh, Contreras was off the board, but I had him going to the Astros. Um, I had Madison Bumgarner to the Cardinals, Anthony Bass to the Dodgers, and that was it. I was just hoping that I would have the players I wanted available, so I didn't write a ton of names down. Yeah, I can I can do the same. I had, so I had Bell to the Brewers, uh, Jesus Aguilar to the Rays, Trevino to Boston as a joke, uh, Michael Fulmer to the Padres, uh, Bard to the Dodgers, and I had Joe Mantiply going somewhere, but I didn't choose. Oh, and I had Soto to the Cardinals with a smiley face. Okay. But I don't think he's going to get moved. <laughs> um, I only have a few names left. So I have Bell going to the Giants. I have Sean Murphy going to the Padres. Um, is it Tyler Mall? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. yeah. The I, Reds pitcher? Oh, uh, Mally. Mally. Mally? Yeah. Mally? So I have him going to the Guardians. Um, I have David Bednar going to the Cardinals. Nelson Cruz to the Brewers. And then Kyle Farmer to the Phillies. I like that. I think Cruz probably gets a move, too. I like that. And the Brewers need a bat. See, I wanted Cruz to go to the Mariners, but I didn't really know if that was really. We, we had him once. I don't want him. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, I can't really do that again. <laughs> so. All right. Um, that's the draft. I don't think we have anything else to talk about on the pod. Although it's been, it's been not really. That's been, been long enough. So yeah. I think next week we probably have to do our NHL free agency talks because we kind of skipped over it for this. Uh, and then the week after we'll recap the deadline, talk some more baseball. Um, but thanks for listening, guys. Keep following along uh, so we can see how we did. Who won? Sure, we'll post it on the Instagram. Go listen to Slinging a Pod. We're doing that weekly too. So. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next episode. Episode 69. Next one. Here we go. <laughs> nice. Later. Later. Put your tears away. Ain't no fear today. You can drive off towards that summertime sunset. The sweat you ain't done yet. Take the keys. Leave the regrets. Write your letters. Place your bets. I'll be the one who accepts. You know,